Ohio is trying to bring more order to how police deal with protests. Some Amazon delivery drivers have been carjacked in Cleveland during this holiday delivery season, and no one seems able to say whether Browns fans attending Monday night's game will be in violation of Governor Mike DeWine's 10 p.m. curfew for the coronavirus. It's the wake-up morning news briefing from Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer for Thursday, December the 10th. I'm the editor, Chris Quinn. In the wake of police confrontations with civil rights protesters, a state panel has put into place new guidelines for how and when law enforcement agencies should use deadly force, including chokeholds, and handle mass protests. The guidelines aren't mandatory, though they'll now be part of a series of standards Ohio law enforcement agencies must abide by to become voluntarily certified by the state. Under one of the new standards, adopted late last week by Governor Mike DeWine's Ohio Collaborative Community Police Advisory Board, law enforcement officials may only use deadly force, including specifically chokeholds or vascular neck restraints, to defend themselves or others from serious injury or death. The advisory board's second standard requires law enforcement agencies involved with responding to mass demonstrations to put into place written policies on 12 different issues, including training, crowd management, and control techniques. This takes porch piracy to an entirely new level. Cleveland police are investigating two armed carjackings of Amazon trucks that happened within two hours of each other in the same neighborhood in late November. Police have made no arrests in the robberies, which happened in the city's Fairfax neighborhood. In the first, a 44-year-old delivery driver told police a masked man pointed a gun at his chest and said, don't make me kill you. The robber took the truck, but abandoned it later, leaving 53 packages in it. The second robbery happened about two hours later with a 27-year-old delivery driver reporting that a masked gunman walked up to him after he made a delivery, pointed a gun at his chest, and stole the truck's keys. The robber drove off, followed closely by another vehicle. Officers later found the truck stuck in the mud in a field. Several boxes had been opened and items were stolen. Will Browns fans attending the Monday night game in downtown Cleveland be in violation of Governor Mike DeWine's 10 o'clock coronavirus curfew? Seems like a simple question, right? But when we asked DeWine's office, no one had an answer. Apparently, they had not even considered it. The Browns had not considered it either and planned to have 12,000 fans on hand for the Ravens game. DeWine's curfew is pretty clear. People are not allowed to be out and about between 10 p.m. and 5 a.m. The Browns game will end close to midnight, so all of those 12,000 fans will be in violation if DeWine does not give them dispensation. And if he does give them dispensation, will that raise howls from places like casinos whose customers have not been given that dispensation? Ohio once again pushed up its rolling 21-day coronavirus case count average with more than 10,000 new cases Wednesday. It's not a record, but it's evidence that the surge continues. 84 more people with coronavirus have died since Tuesday, 
and that's also above the 21-day average so far. 7,187 Ohioans have died of the virus. In Cuyahoga County, the jail hit an all-time high for the number of inmates with the coronavirus. Statistics provided by the county show 78 inmates on Wednesday were infected, an increase of 31 from Tuesday. The previous high was 61 back on May 13th and May 8th. The Ohio Senate sent to Governor Mike DeWine on Wednesday a bill that would require the burial or cremation of fetal remains from surgical abortions. The legislation, which carries a first-degree misdemeanor penalty, requires abortion clinics to pay for cremations and burials and offer pregnant women the option to choose how to dispose of the remains. SB 27 is just one abortion restriction the Ohio General Assembly is eyeing during its lame duck session. Lawmakers have also turned their attention to SB 260, which bans medication abortions performed via telemedicine. That bill passed the Senate on March 4th and went nowhere in the House while ex-Speaker Larry Householder was at the gavel. Now, Republican Bob Cup is Speaker, and the bill received its first hearing in the House Health Committee on Tuesday. Thanks for listening to The Wake Up from your news source, Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer. <laughs>